Hey everyone, you're listening to Shrez Bissara on the Finaxica. On this podcast, we talk about crypto, the new era of digital money, investing, business, finance and a lot more. We share experiences, ideas and knowledge to help you improve and learn more. Content 100% for you. In today's talk, we will discuss about blockchain and how it is affecting finance. So let's get started. I'm sure that you might not be aware that billions of dollars are paid in banking fees each day. Some of these fees are clearly shown to customers, while others are less obvious and arise when banks carry out operations related to foreign exchange. For example, it has been reported that global banks like Santander are vastly reliant on fees from international money transfers. An internal document which leaked in 2017 showed that these fees accounted for no less than 10% of Santander's revenue in 2016. Cryptocurrency money transfers take less time and do not cost nearly as much as traditional bank transfers. Currently, at this stage of the technology, Bitcoin takes from a few minutes to a few hours to process a payment. However, international bank transfers usually take at least three working days to settle. Other cryptocurrencies like Litecoin provide even faster and cheaper transactions which lead to huge savings compared to the fees and time it takes banks to do the same. So national and especially international money transfers are a service that will likely be disrupted. Bank transfers nowadays are so complicated, time-consuming and expensive. They involve multiple intermediate steps such as working with correspondent banks and they can suffer from long lines, exchange rate losses, counterparty risks, bureaucracy and extensive paperwork. Blockchain solutions circumvent all these difficulties and are carried out on a peer-to-peer basis without the involvement of third parties. Naturally, This makes the process much cheaper and faster. Some banking officials have shown that they are aware of the potential disruption and are taking steps towards implementing blockchain solutions for international money transfers. A consortium of ANZ Bank, BNB Paribas, BNY Mellon, Wells Fargo and Hyperlexia developers have completed a proof of concept for cross-border payments built with the Hyperledger Fabric blockchain platform. It is designed to test whether moving bank accounts to a distributed ledger could help the interbank payments platform Swift Reconcile. In real time, Hyperledger Fabric enables real-time visibility on the liquidity of Nostro accounts, easing reconciliation and allowing liquidity savings while meeting key industry requirements such as governance, data privacy, standardization and identity management. Separately, in September 2017, the Royal Bank of Canada started using hyperledgers for its US-Canada interbank settlements. Okay, great. Moving on to the next line of business, the deposit taking and credit giving model consists of two parts. We already discussed the deposit side. Now let's talk about lending and the transformation it could experience in the future. Today, Banks continue to be the main source of credit to people and companies. Peer-to-peer lending is a popular niche, but informational asymmetries impede its implementation on a large scale. If people deposit their funds in banks and then banks use their customers' money to lend it to people, 
doesn't it make more sense for depositors to lend their money directly to borrowers and earn a higher rate of return on their money? Banks seem to be redundant middlemen in this equation. Their main added value comes from the fact that they arguably have expertise in sorting out good from bad borrowers and also specialize in dealing with bad debtors. Once they stop servicing their debt, it is more likely that in the future, platforms involving smart contracts will make things easier and more transparent. Informational asymmetries between borrowers and lenders will be reduced due to the clarity deriving from the blockchain. Pre-agreed terms will be respected and there will be some sort of public database in which people will be able to see who's been a good borrower in the past and lend them the money. Think of an online marketplace. Sellers and buyers in such marketplaces have rating reputation as the very foundation for being successful in the long run. Well, imagine a world where borrowers will have a reputation and all of their relevant actions will be with it on the blockchain. This would certainly reduce informational asymmetries. Lenders would have more information regarding the type of borrower they are about to lend money to. Moreover, this information would be immutable and easily accessible. This would create a competitive market where lending services are easily accessible to people because they are less expensive and faster. They charge borrowers in a P2P lending market facilitated by blockchain and smart contracts. Technology lenders wouldn't have to cover nearly as many admin costs and would be more happier to receive a fraction of the interest rates charged by banks. Another area blockchain will likely disrupt is street finance and escrow services. In the world of today, there are many parties trading with each other but not trusting one another. Banks help ease such asymmetries by providing letters of credit and escrow services. Think of a retailer in Europe who wants to import clothes from India. He has managed to find a factory producing clothes and they provide a good price point for the first shipment. Its total value is 10,000 euros which is not a negligible amount. The problem is that retailer hasn't worked with the supplier before and cannot be certain that the Indian manufacturer will deliver the clothes once the money has been sent. At the same time, the Indian manufacturer doesn't have a guarantee that the European retailer will send the money once the goods have been shipped. Well, the solution that has been established as of now is to use an escrow account. The European retailer will deposit the funds in a trusted bank which will then release the funds only when the producer has shipped the goods. In this case, the bank's reputation removes informational asymmetries on both sides and facilitates the trade and bank guarantees with its name and regulatory license that the process will be as legitimate as possible. However, banks charge a percentage of the total transaction value for this service. Platforms based on smart contracts will certainly transform this line of business. The two parties in the business transaction will be able to design a mechanism that transfers the title to goods and money automatically. The conditions according to which the deal will take place will be programmed into a smart contract and both parties can be certain that these are immutable and will be executed automatically. As you can see, plenty of exciting changes are coming our way. 
So with that said, we are done with today's episode. But make sure that you stay tuned for the upcoming interesting releases on this channel. If you find this podcast interesting, make sure that you subscribe. If you're not subscribed, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button and don't forget to review our episodes. We appreciate it. I and my team will make sure that we read it and reply back to you. This was Shreyas and until the next time, wish you great success in your life.